world where people strive to conquer the digital landscape, the best leaders are moving forward and planting flags. This is the Oil & Gas Digital Doers podcast, where you can hear about the thrill of digital victory and the industry's best guidance on how to win with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. Hey everyone, welcome to the all-new Oil & Gas Digital Doers podcast, brought to you by the good people at Top Coder, right here on the Oil & Gas Global Network. We do love our sponsors here at OGGN, uh, because without them, there is no us. So if you don't know about Top Coder, uh, all you have to do is listen to the very first episode. Uh, if you're listening to this one right now, it was probably, I don't know, the second or third episode, something like that. Go back to the first one and listen to Mr. Clinton Bonner, and he will tell you all about uh, the cool things that Top Coder is doing. Also, uh, before I get to the guest today, and, and I do, I, I got a great guest today who is is related to all of these things, and and you may remember him from being on the tech show, Mr. Amod Mandrakar. You got it you right got this it. time. You taught me, you, you, last time we did this, you taught me how to say your name. Um, so, Amod, before we get to you, first, uh, I want to, uh, now, if you if you have listened to me on the tech show, and you've heard my spiel about give us some reviews, because that's how we know... Um, whether, whether we're doing a good job and whether you like it or if you don't like it. Um, in this case, this is a brand new show. We really need the reviews because, um, you know, when you launch a new podcast, um, you know, like we have a pretty good idea what it's going to be, but it really helps to get some listener input. So you can do that by leaving a review and telling us uh, your ideas, telling us what you like, what you don't like. Uh, you can also get in touch with OGGN in all the usual ways that I will comment on at the end of this episode. So that'll do it. We might as well just jump in. Um, I haven't worked up any little nifty stories to lead these episodes off yet, so we'll just go right to the topic. Amode, thanks for... Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, we are at the at the fabulous Canon on the west side of Houston where, um, where there are people here working. And if you need a place to work, this is a good place to come because uh, people... There's, there's, there's people all over and there's lots of space and it's a really cool place. So that's it. That's my, that's my opening spiel. Amod, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining again. How, uh, I, I mean, I'm going to say, how are you doing? Like we weren't just talking 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let everybody know. Amod's doing fine. That's, <laughs> I already know. Yeah. So, no, but tell us like, uh, what are you, what are you doing these days? We haven't, uh, we haven't talked for a few months. So, yeah, uh, what's, so what's up in your uh, world? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for calling me Michael here. And, you know, uh, it's always a great uh, pleasure to talk about, you know, some of these uh, topics, which, you know, uh, you've been getting out and, you know, right. uh, bringing things uh, to people. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. very insightful, absolutely. Good, good. Uh, so what I've been doing, uh, you know, in my role is that uh, uh, I've been driving connected assets and uh, digital platform solutions uh, for my organization, which is Wipro. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. You're yeah, from Wipro, which is Wipro. Yeah, yeah. And and um, we are trying to help customers scale uh, with uh, the digital vision and and uh, the transformation, which is imperative at this point of time, uh, due to uh, the global scenarios which which we are seeing and unprecedented scenarios. Uh, sure. And and I think speed is the name of the game. I would say, and yeah. and everybody is in the catch-up mode, and and that's where we are trying to uh, help our customers. 
Uh, and and i think that's what i'm trying to drive uh, globally across and right. and there are interesting projects and you know which which customers are uh, trying to drive and and we'll we'll talk about it as yeah, we yeah. proceed yeah, yeah you yeah. know what what they're trying to do right sounds good so looking um, forward good thanks uh, and and you are um um i know that you guys have had a lot of excitement over there at wipro people uh aligning in different roles and things like that but you've been you you personally have been squarely focused on the on energy and oil and gas for for quite a while, right? Yes. So, yes. So that's that's still what. Yes, that's that's still what I'll be focusing on, and uh, we see that uh, these are interesting time for our energy customers. Yeah. And uh, they are uh, trying to stabilize uh, yeah. their environments uh, from business perspective. At the same time, there is tremendous pressure on the profitability element where uh, market has expectations. Yeah, and um, there is a geopolitical um, uh, element of pressure wherein uh, customers are driving towards the net zero and decarbonization yeah. goals, and right. uh, we are seeing a lot of conversations, a lot of uh, traction, and and a lot of new areas which uh, they are trying to explore. And and while this may be exploratory and vision statements, but uh, there are internal organizations which customers are already forming and shaping yeah, in this yeah, elements yeah. Uh, if, if you look at you know some of the announcements which we are seeing as such BPA and Shell yeah, are, yeah, are leading yeah. you know from you know to to shape up that new world of, of you know uh, low carbon emissions and net zeros and absolutely um, a huge topic energy transition which, yeah. which we are seeing absolutely a huge topic and priority topic yeah it it's not uh, it, i would say a year 24 months back it was more as a checkbox on you know yeah, the investor right. uh, sessions but yes. it's not today you know you're right and um, um and not everybody is pursuing it the same way uh, and it's really hard to keep track of. In fact, I had uh, just just earlier today, I was on the phone um, with somebody from um, uh, a very large company that sells into the oil and gas industry, also into many other industries. They're one of those been around for 100 years type companies, right? But I was speaking with the person leading their, their energy in North America, and she said, she, she said, could you come and speak to our our North American energy sales team just on like what's going on, <laughs> who's doing what, what are, you know, the new regulations, the new legislation, you know, who's, who's buying who, what does that mean to the market? Like all of these moving pieces. Right. And it's, and, and it's not so much about, we were talking about how it's not so much about, um, you know, the emphasis in past years was where's the next big find, right? How do we speed up our exploration technologies and things? And and now it's 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 kind of shifted, and and it and they're hard problems to solve. Yes, they're not. Yes. You know, I mean, it's funny to say that because things like like the science and engineering that happens in this industry is is a really hard problem to solve, but we know how to Absolutely. do it because we've been doing it for a long time. Like this we, is new. We, like like you know, uh, you discussed and and you know. Uh, we, we spoke about it uh, earlier as well. You know, we were tech even before tech was there, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so it's funny. So now we know how to do that part. But all of this, all of this new stuff that's happening is yeah. uh, hard to keep track I'll of. I'll give you a little bit of view um, around, you know, for the audience as well, that, you know, how, how uh, customers are looking uh, the entire value chain. We right. see a lot of traction in the exploration space still. 
Yeah. But drilling has slowed down. Yep. Has slowed down. So, you know, there's, there's, you can guess, right? Sure. There's not so much of investments coming on drilling part of it. At the same time, there is an upsurge in uh, the downstream part of it. So, uh, yeah. with the focus on customer uh, supply chain uh, enhancements, right? Contracts, uh, contracts, yep. all of those. So, so it's about um, you can say uh, the interface of B two B and and the way you interact with your B two B. Right at this point of time, or for that matter, B two C, some of them, right? Sure. Or B two B two C. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, that's what uh, has been in focus, and uh, people are trying to relook or reimagine the entire spectrum of how their system of interactions are with yes. with their customers. Right. And uh, that that gives rise to a lot of the digital. Uh, platforms uh, which we are talking about uh, which are underlined with all of the tech services which goes in our space like iot blockchain right in finance uh, you know uh, customer interactions ai robotics all of those right all of, this, all yeah. of those and and then uh, there is an element of uh, uh, the new energies or you know uh, renewables or transition is what we yeah, call yeah, in you know yeah. And and that has been on focus. We we see clients talking about um, hydrogen, yeah, uh, right. as as a key topic. Yeah, uh, in geothermal. In what what they want yeah. to do? Yeah. Yes, uh, we're talking about wind mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and and uh, how do you create sustainable models to scale? And and make sure that uh, in in your three four five year spectrum which you draw, uh, you lead towards profitability because that is the key at this point of time yeah. because you have to secure the base and you know go after uh, the new bets. Right. So you cannot uh, leave the your base uh, which is your core business at this point of time. Right. Um, and 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 try to look at something else. So, yeah, yeah. So so that's that's right. that's the overall value chain outlook which you do and asset like you know it's 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 close to my heart but any which ways assets have been uh, far more uh, in priority at this point of time yeah. which which are you know your rigs you know your drone based right. monitoring right. you know your surveillance your digital twins of, yep, of, yep. of factories and all of those like good things yeah yeah uh, I, even to the fact uh, we, we we knew we know about you know sensia right which is right. Uh, rockwell and slumber j yep uh, jb and and they have been trying to drive the vision around autonomous asset which you know was looking like you know a, a fun game sometime back but yeah. now i think everybody's leading towards those autonomous assets in some shape and form and, and right. driving that vision. Right, because it has so much impact on the economics, right? We're trying to, like, the rules have changed. So in terms of what works, what economics work and what the numbers work. But I want to go back to something that you said. Um, you were talking about reimagining things. And um, there, was a re- there was an article I read recently from one of the big, um, uh, you know, it was, I think, I think it was Deloitte maybe, or one of those, one of those guys, or McKinsey. And... Th- they they were taught you know and a lot of those a lot of folks are quick to to uh, especially the big consulting firms the management consulting firms are quick to point out that 
um, we're not making as much progress as we should be in digital transformation in oil and gas, right? And uh, which is kind of why we, we have the theme of this of this uh, podcast, which is mm -hmm. to talk about that. But they said they said one of the things that caught my attention was they said, you know, the the folks in oil and gas and energy need to get beyond just the 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 one-off point solutions in digital right and start reinventing entire workflows from beginning to end because until we do that we're not really going to transform anything we're just going to make one person's job a little bit easier uh, because he's got this cool new solution that mm -hmm. he didn't have before um, and i thought okay well that's very easy to say you guys need to start reinvent but this is a complex business and when you just say hey start reimagining workflows like that that is that's not that's no simple thing and so um and it starts to sound like boiling the ocean which we've learned in the past right or big bang which we've learned in the past doesn't work so when you're when you're working with clients and you know that they need to and you and you mentioned something similar right reimagine these things and then how do you do that wholesale how do you drive that wholesale change but do it in a way that doesn't just um you know, uh, become another statistic of an initiative that never went anywhere, right? Because it was too big and too complicated. So, so what is happening uh, as we speak uh, with with our clients? Yeah. Uh, to and they have a realization of you know what you just spoke about that it's it's not a a point problem to be solved, but it's it's an entire you know value chain which you need right. to get uh, involved into, and uh, the first step. Uh, they are taking in this is uh, to reimagine their entire org structure itself. So, uh, what is happening is they are realigning their organizations to the trends, uh, what we are talking, uh, and they are also realigning uh, their teams uh, into uh, one team where you know the business and IT is embedded as a part of a single cell or, or sort of a right. digital cell, delivery cell or a digital uh, incubation cell where uh, not one person is giving order to the other person and you know uh, reciprocating back but these are one team, their objectives are one and uh, those positions uh, are getting created in, in some of these organizations to drive this rapid and I'm sure you know the big consulting guys are you know obviously involved in you know shaping oh, yeah, some of yeah. these conversations yeah. and yeah. and realigning these big org change which is which are going across but coming back to the point is that uh, those cells when uh, the thin lines or demarcations between IT business and so on and so forth are getting blurred uh, and they are coming towards one team their objective is being redefined and right. what they are trying to do is uh, look at uh, two buckets of solution one is you know the scale projects as we call them mm -hmm. wherein uh, they are trying to use uh, the new ways of working like uh, you know community based services like topcoder itself you know is, yeah, is yeah. one of them right. to scale up because uh, what we are also trying to do is what they're trying to do is uh, trying to augment the capabilities which they have. Uh, it's it's not that people will get redundant. People are still there. You need people, but we need to you know give them right tools to augment what they want to do and what they sure. want to deliver faster. So they are looking at the spectrum of technologies uh, which can help them out in that space. And uh, second portion is. 
creating small uh, projects which can scale on a template basis like we spoke about uh, you know new energies wind right. the hydrogen so and so on so forth scale on a template basis template basis template basis so uh, what you create for norway should be applicable for jakarta you know yeah. but you have to top up the country norms you know the regulatories and so on so sure, forth sure. but as a technology spectrum uh, they are using some of the learnings and and that's this is absolutely my view that yeah. um, uh, you know, they don't want to create going forward something like a osdu which you know has to solve the problems which were created in the past they are trying to take the learnings from some of these where they are trying to already work on platforms which will be democratized and and you know working towards that vision so you know right if if i look at it um, the vision would be uh, you know identity digital identity based solutions which they are trying to drive they are trying yeah. to drive hydrogen data platforms right which which will give them you know a lot of insights around what is happening how is happening you know in in the yeah. various spectrum of this value chain and that's how they are looking at this so uh, if i have to uh, sum it up you know it's scale and innovation these are the two elements which have been targeted and which are driven by an overlay of uh, you know uh, Uh, having one teams or you know agile based structure or yeah, digital yeah. delivery uh, based Safe structures yeah. yeah so it's interesting <laughs> innovation and scale are the two things that are almost always the two you know the two kind of opposites that you're trying to reconcile it historically been difficult i i want to i want to mention about um uh so you think about the org chart it just so happens that uh Uh, OGGN is launching another new podcast right now called uh, Careers in Energy and that is the very kind of the the, the crux of it is um it's not it's not a podcast just to kind of help people know how to tune up their resumes but it's to kind of look at what is changing you know the or the org charts are changing and it's not just the usual every couple of years we reorganize things as you mentioned there's there's um there's a whole different approach being taken to yeah. Yeah. how you tackle these things and so um anyway we might have to get you on the careers and energy podcast to talk also about for that for example you know if you look at a consultant who is a oil and gas consultant for 20 years but yeah. in today's time if he doesn't know safe then there's a problem yeah. for him to be yeah. deployed billable and so because those are the ways of working which which are changing, changing and right. and even if you may be the best at your core skills you need to get yourself tuned up right to to the ways of working so um so on this subject of uh again this is digital doers um and we want to talk about how you know the people who are doing digital who are making progress um and who are seeing uh, i think what does it say in the intro to this show uh i think i think uh the nice lady from australia says something like uh moving forward and planting flags so we want to you know people that are uh moving forward and and planting flags uh you're the second person that I've asked this question to that has come and I'm expecting an answer about how you tackle the projects and you're the second person who has said talked about rethinking the organization first um and and also what I think goes with that is um 
um, transforming the process by which you transform the company, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and changing the way that you're working such that you can actually accomplish these, these, uh, these goals. Yes. Uh, one, one thing which we have observed from our clients is that um, the processes itself were tuned 30, 40 years back in terms of how the supply chain and the ecosystem was behaving those times. Yeah. But uh, overall, if you look at it, uh, they were fragmented uh, changes which happened as we progressed uh, towards the whole journey in, in last 30 years maybe. And uh, they were not looked at in a holistic way as to, you know, uh, how would the handshakes happen between the segments. Now, uh, there are multiple segments which work together in oil and gas. Mm -hmm, sure. and, and those segments needs to have, need to have handshakes with each, each other, you know, as to how yeah. uh, process flow will happen. And, and you can silo or, you know, you can change a process in a very siloed manner, but but that handshake overall from the entire uh, value chain. Right. For example, an SLA for a process would be X, and, but uh, an SLA for the second <laughs> never changed. Yeah. Then, you know, there's no point even, you know, yeah, you yeah. getting changed. You are faster than, you know, what you say, you know, like right. you have bandwidth constraints, right? You know, to transfer your data. That's how, you know, I'll put it in, in terms of IT. You know, even if, you know, you have a stronger, um, you know, IOs which which are delivering, but there are no IOs to take it. Then yep. then then there is a problem. Yeah, yeah. There's no no use of that solution. So, uh, th those those are the perspectives which you are looking at. But one more important key element is that I think uh, what we are looking is uh, the entire best of breed solutions, uh, rather than you know uh, source everything or do everything from one. So so, um, so if you're an old school guy like me as soon as you start talking about best of breed i start having integration nightmares right that's what i think of i think yeah. of okay but now i gotta make all these different things work together because this thing was the best at this and this was the best at this and this was the best at this, versus buying sort of like a, a complete ecosystem that's already been integrated yes that that still holds true in some agreements but i think uh there is a pretty much demarcation that you know the foundational elements of technology will be different the intelligent layer which of technology which 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 are the likes of the startups in the space of oil and gas you know we look at it as um, you know cognite or we look at you know anybody of those you know mm -hmm. uh, guys who are, who are trying to innovate the space thanks, thanks for the shout out to the sponsor of my other show yeah <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that so but but they are doing different things at the same time uh, you you look at uh, C3AI, you look at Cognite, right. they are trying to overlay their solutions on, on some of these uh, <laughs> foundational platforms like uh, the, or the hyperscalers. It was right. Well, that's the thing. Is, I mean, our capabilities are so much different now, right? Yeah. When it comes to, I mean, I think if you're, in the, if you're in the position of trying to plan and execute your digital initiatives, you have to realize, and especially if you've been around for any length of time, previous, you know, um, IT or technology um, eras, the it, it, things are different now, right? Like you can, um, I, I mean, I think about the time back when we used to have to build one custom application, right? and it was an enormous effort. 
And then if you had to integrate that with another one, it was an enormous effort. But now, my, and I'm not, I'm not really out there. They don't really let me touch the equipment anymore. But, <laughs> but um, it seems like it's, it's a different ballgame with the technologies we have today. Yes, because now, uh, if you look at it, it's, it's an absolute API economy completely, right? Everybody's talking about APIs. Everybody's talking about right. low-code, no-code. Right. Uh, type of stuff and and it is uh, i'm saying not saying it's not a problem but it's still easier than it was in our yeah. in our early days yeah, of yeah. career yeah, yeah. to to do those integration and um, customer would want to look at taking benefits in this new times uh, with the new age technology which it comes in and and there are really uh, uh, pretty cool startups in this space yeah. which, and and um, you know Within my organization, we have something called as a new age ecosystem, which which we right. drive, you know, right. solutions. So, uh, you know, monolith organizations like us who have evolved over the period of time yeah. may yeah. not have those capabilities. So it's a build versus buy, right? So decision which you have to take. So right. we have consciously taken this decision to ensure that, you know, we strengthen our um, new age partnership yeah. ecosystem, which augments our customer to s speed up <laughs> and and customer would not look at a big bang uh, a project of five years three years now they're looking at two months uh, you know or or they are looking at i would say two week sprints to be yeah. very specific and what are the outcomes you deliver in those sprints right and how do you help my cause if you are not able to do it in that particular project timelines then it doesn't you, you make sense write. for them so now, yeah, so now we get to this time to value topic, which we were discussing earlier. By the way, I did work with a, I remember many years ago, I worked, when I was in consulting, I worked with, I had this uh, CIO who said, um, you know, we were proposing to do some sort of build versus buy analysis. You know, we used to love to propose those kinds of things. And he said, well, you can analyze it if you want, but I can tell you how it ends up. We're going to buy. <laughs> every time every time we're going to buy and um but 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 this this notion of uh how do i because because we're we're touching on another thing here which is if you're in oil and gas right now and you've got some budget you to do some of these uh especially after last year you know you've got some budget but you probably don't have a lot and you've been given some, and you need mm -hmm. to show some value from that mm -hmm. very quickly uh, if, you, if you're going to want, if you're going to get any more, and if you're going to move. So, so this, so let's talk about that. Like the techniques for, and you mentioned the sprints and things. But if I'm if I'm planning this or I'm leading this or how do I, how do I make sure that I'm going to get the fastest time to value so that I can show, you know, not just progress that uh, the initiative is being completed, but that is contributing value back into the business so no project at this point of time uh, which I am looking at uh, from my uh, from the oil and gas clients perspective uh, is is running like a monolith project everything is you know broken up into small segments or right. uh, you know and and um, it's uh, it's led by an MVP based approach so they are looking at small deliverables uh, there are also uh, segments where we have seen that multiple teams and multiple system integrators are working on uh, mm, smaller right. mvps and okay. then those mvps are uh, getting aggregated into a bigger product or as, when i say product <laughs> in in terms of agile it's a 
solution which customers might be looking at yeah, um, yeah. so uh, it's a product driven mentality which is being uh, inculcated and and uh, there is no escape at this point of time other than you know driving these smaller mvps and uh, aggregating them and consolidating them towards uh, what you want to achieve uh, and in that project or or in that process i would say uh, system integrators or are are taking uh, the view of how they can help augment uh, some of these uh, uh, mvps with with what capabilities they have you know for example communicate community based development process reimagination you know doing an entire redesign right um, looking at uh, how much uh, retraining would it require for the entire uh, staff if we have to do an entire rehaul of the technology itself yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you get into and the, the impact analysis of those yeah you get into the thing that we talked about um, last time you were on the tech show we were talking about adoption right which yes, is a big yes. part of this but um but let's back up to this mvp thing so um one of the things that i've heard people or i've kind of seen happen is um these mvps get done and there's this little saying um that i have uh basically sometimes what works very well in the lab has a little trouble in the real world especially always. in a, com a complex industry always. like this one right yes. so are you seeing um and, and what's the secret for uh, it's great i have all these mvps they've all been done that's fantastic right i can check all my agile boxes but how do i get those mvps to actually start contributing real business value um you know and not just be piling up so if you ask me very candidly and you know uh, very open a feedback yeah. which i will give is all those mvps which were driven by it failed <laughs> all those mvps which are driven by business today yeah. are succeeding yeah. because uh, what has to tie into a pnl of that business or that segment will be clearly defined and articulated in that mvp and uh, there is an element of uh, you know uh, <coughs> acceptance from the business unless uh -huh. there is an element of acceptance from business whatever you try to do in the world of it yeah yeah you'll never yeah. see the light of the day yeah and that's been a very candid observation you right, know right. in in at this point in this changing world I'm, my statement would have been very different you know 2 years back sure but now what i'm seeing yeah is i don't myself and it are on the same side of the table and you know we are talking to business right it, it was the other way around before it used to talk to us yeah yeah you know yeah. give us instructions but and we, some projects never saw light of really, the day because they didn't want you in the room with the business yeah, people business right? was yeah. business was never seen right today the to the yeah. times are changed uh, and and i think only those projects are seeing the light of the day yeah yeah but they are seeing the light yeah. of the light and and they're getting deployed in and operated and yes. they're they're and coming back to my point which i mentioned earlier the more success um uh, businesses or or customers are seeing in this space um the more they are trying to tweak their organizations internally to drive this yeah yeah and yeah. it's a reverse uh, feedback loop yeah, which is yeah. there yeah, yeah, that yeah, you know right. if you succeed then that's the formula right accept it yeah sure that um 
Interesting. So yeah, all those things come together and, and it's kind of a brave new world for, uh, and, and this is going to be, I think we're going to cover this on our, on the careers podcast. And in fact, I, I also, I did an episode on the tech show, um, uh, a few weeks back with, with, uh, with Sean Coker, who runs a, uh, recruiting, uh, very well respected recruiting, uh, mm-hmm. firm here in Houston. I've known Sean for a long time and people were like, well, why you got a recruiter on the tech show? We're supposed to be talking about technology It's because all this stuff is changing and you've got a lot yeah. of people out there in the industry who have this set of skills and they're wondering, maybe I should be, um, you know, how, like, I, I know that it's changing. How do I realign my skills? What should I be? I had a, I had a guy reach out to me uh, on LinkedIn not long ago, and he, you know, he, he was a geophysicist. And he was thinking, you know, I mean, geophysicists know a lot, of, a lot of, about, about uh, computing, right? Yep. And he thought, maybe I should retool myself for cloud computing because that seems to be, uh, you know, highly valued. And, and that's, this is what's happening, right? People are having to kind of look forward and adapt what they've been used to doing. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what we are trying to look at. And, and that's that's the shape, you know, of so our organization at this point of time, we have roughly around um, 600 odd domain consultants, right, so right, call right, them. Right. And uh, over the period of last two years, uh, we have gone through immense uh, reskilling for them. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we, we try to work as much as possible customer backwards. Mm-hmm. So our customers at this point of time come to us with a requirement, not a single requirement which has come saying uh, skill X plus Skill B, it's a soft skill, uh, which can be like agile, uh, yeah, yeah. scrum master, or, you know, right. P, uh, you know, PMP, whatever you call it, right? Yeah. So, but 70 to 80% I see uh, skills coming with agile manifesto and, and yeah, yeah. safe, certified and right. all this stuff, right? So the, if you're out there marketing yourself, you got to make sure that you're... Uh, that yeah. you're, that you're putting you should know at least to communicate in that language because if somebody doesn't understand epic uh, user story or a WBS or you know sprint then there's a problem then yeah the whole process gets uh, because they are not able to uh, understand right. what the conversations are happening uh, what the deliverables are and how they need to align right. to the vision and who's accountable for what yes. right that's, yes. that's that's key and you're right and if they if they come into it with all of the former constructs in their mind, they're going to have a lot of trouble. The other thing is, and I've, I've found this, is uh, all of those agile uh, ideas and like the framework is very applicable to other things in business that oh, you're trying everything. to do, Absolutely right? Absolutely everything. And so um, even if you don't do it in a formal way, and there are some, there are some companies out there that can teach you how to, how to use agile methodology to actually run your business, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But even if you're not doing it formally, those concepts still are just useful. You know, like uh, like Kanban is a great way yeah. to yeah. just to manage a team that's trying to get a series of things done over a period of time, right? Yeah. So um, a lot of those tools are, are very useful. More importantly, uh, trying to enforce and on that point that your each and every person 
precisely knows what task he is supposed to do right and he is only accountable and responsible for those tasks right his lead or tech lead is responsible for getting those tasks done the product owner or the product manager will only be asking for those tasks which are agreed upon handshaked mutually done right and all of those as a team as a group together driving towards the objective which is to be achieved right no deviations no you know running around yeah. in circles you know it's it's interesting cuz uh as you're saying that i'm thinking also if you're in leadership even if you're not the person in the process uh but if your team is using these processes uh to deliver in leadership you have to be familiar with it otherwise you won't understand what they're oh, telling absolutely. you right you absolutely. won't understand and you'll be frustrated cuz you won't understand it's a different language and yeah. uh, i have i have been talking to so many of my uh, peers as well as my uh, uh, superiors right. uh, you know or seniors and uh, they have been coming and you know trying to learn some of these things yeah, you know yeah you have to to adapt themselves Right. adaptability is the name of the game you know uh, the way uh, because you cannot single handedly as as an individual organization uh, control the course of industry if it right. is leading into a certain direction with with uh, all the elements uh, at this point of time uh, with different constraints or factors impacting them uh, you have to align with the way they have to drive and better that alignment rather than you will waste your energy if you try to obstruct that saying you know yeah. i don't want to do it sure. in an agile way i want to do it the waterfall way itself you will not get business right it's exactly different. exactly so if you want to align you have to understand the new ways of working uh, try to align uh, your thought process your teams your culture right. accordingly right. Uh, and and get the customer confidence out of it um, and um, two things which i have observed distinctly is one is um, all sis at this point of time right work in one team at a given point of time <coughs> that's how the environments are shaping up so there is nothing like you know uh, one portion of this is being done entirely by one si and you know second is run by this yeah. those boundaries Everybody, around right. those territories are getting blur in the new yeah, uh, yeah. age and secondly if you look at the entire ecosystem of vendors or mm-hmm. oem oems also uh, you cannot be single handedly trying to do something uh, that you know say for example uh, a particular uh, company wants to drive the road map of uh, for the client it is not possible yeah. you have to align in a consortia it's it's a economy of sharing we have to get together and jointly do business even yeah. though you know at certain point you may be competing but you have to choose your friends uh, accordingly as per your comfort yeah. and and try to work towards the organization right. independently uh, i don't think uh, it's it's it will work uh, and and uh, uh, you will see a lot of uh, i see a lot of tech alliances being formed within the technology partners and uh, you know the si partners itself you know yeah. where, which which is trying to help the customers cause yeah there is um i mean that's this is happening all over uh and it comes up in a lot of conversations about 
oil, oil, the oil and gas industry isn't one that traditionally where people were um, very, well, they were definitely accustomed to working across companies and things, but only certain companies with certain companies, right? And, 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 um, and the same thing in the tech world, right? And, and with, with product, you know, tech product and integrators, like you mentioned, like, there's always lots of partnerships, but then there's certain places where, you know, you didn't cross the streams. And now we're seeing, like you said, these consortiums where everybody's coming together and kind of bringing something to the party and, and saying, and saying, we can all agree that if we, if we level the playing field on this bit over here, then that helps everybody. And then we go off with our own competitive um, pieces. Yes, right? and within the technology piece also, if you look at the entire, uh, and this is a separate topic in itself, Michael, that uh, the sprawl of microservices and uh, the rise of sure, uh, containers yeah. and Kubernetes yeah, uh, yeah. has also uh, blurred down those boundaries. Yeah. Today, I can work cross hyperscalers, cross platforms, all across, you know, and my skills, skill sets uh, <coughs> still have to be the same what we are right. talking about and in terms of what we developed. So there is no lock-in. So this right. whole notion of, you know, lock-in is, is, is you getting know, This is my obsolete. application server yeah. with my components running on it. Yeah. That's your application server with your, your Java beans over there. Yes. And, and so, uh, yeah, I know that it, it, that, yeah, we should actually, that's probably a whole different one that we could get into. Um, I think if we're, if we're going to sum up for today, um, it sounds like, you know, we, we're kind of posing... Like I said, we're, we're, we're early in the life cycle of this podcast and we want to explore how are people really getting digital done. And, um, and I think the theme from our discussion today is one of the first things you need to look at is um, to change, if you're going to modernize your, uh, your, your, your business processes and your technology solutions, you need to modernize the way that you're working uh, to be able to deliver these things because it's a different, um, it's a different way of, of um, just thinking about the organization, how you how you use outside partners. Um, you know, we we talked about Topcoder. They have a uh, you know a, a model that probably ten years ago. I know they've been around. I I didn't I couldn't believe this, but they've been around for twenty yeah, years yeah, now, right? Yeah, yeah. And there was a time when somebody was like, "You want me to crowdsource my like?" That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, but but the, these things, you know, these new techniques are working. And in the initial uh, life cycle where uh, we saw that, you know, there were a lot of uh, uh, blockers which we had uh, seen where how it would work and scale up with um, the security organization itself yeah, yeah, as to yeah. how we will use right. top coder and so on and so forth. But we are past that. Yeah. And, and people have started accepting that. Same thing like we said that people said, well, I'm never going to put my stuff in the cloud, right? Yeah, because yeah. of the security. It's a cycle. We're, we're past that. Yeah, we're we, past are, we are past that. And yeah. I think that that's shaping up well. Yeah. Uh, to, if, if I had to sum up, we should look at only one perspective, uh, which is uh, drive customer backward and customer is driving profitability in this market. Yeah, for sure. If, that, if, if it is not tying up into... Uh, two of the elements, I would say, profitability and uh, decarbonization in oil yeah. and gas. Yeah. Then I think uh, it is being very, it is not rooked with the light, right lens. Right. Uh, customer wants every solution, every build, every opportunity to be looked and compared with these two lens. If that is going to be profitable for me, if it is going to achieve 
net zero right. ambitions goal or decarbonization for me right, if if you true. look at every solution with that lens i think you're heading in the right direction yeah, and yeah. rest are the downfall that's a pretty simple filter to yes. put to put on it and and a business and that, looks at it with that and that way. apply and that applies whether you're customer is whether you're in, in in the vendor world right the si world or the or the uh and and that's it also applies if you're if you're part of an internal team that's delivering these things for the business same principle right yeah yeah, yeah so excellent all right good well i think um i'm looking at the i'm looking at the little counter here we probably ought to wrap up this one but um thank you uh appreciate you making time always always a here. pleasure and yeah. insightful conversation thank yeah, you so much it's always good it's always good and um as always you can hear the uh the pleasant background noise here at the cannon where um sometimes it gets a little crazy we didn't have any babies crying this time i had that <laughs> i had that a few weeks ago but you always get the friendly elevator ding in the background so that you know that we're in the real world and we're interacting with uh, real people. I just want to um, want to mention a few things here before we close out. Thanks again to Amod and um, and thank you to our sponsor who we've, I, I feel like we've mentioned them enough times now that Clinton should be happy. Um, that Top Coder is, is sponsoring this podcast and, and they really do want, we all want to try to uh, bring some insight and some guidance into the industry. We've all been chasing digital transformation for some time now. Um, we've been fascinated with all the amazing innovations that have been coming out. Um, now let's look at how do we, you know, are we making progress? Are we solving problems? Are we driving business value? So that's what we want to focus on. Topcoder, by the way, uh, if you peruse their website, you will see a sentence and um, that says, execute your digital work with incredible speed and incredible talent. So who would not want to do that? So you definitely need to check them out. Also, I want to mention that our the OGGN Street team is 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 more lively than ever. We've got a new leader for the Street team. Um, uh, you might, uh, if, you, if you've heard me on the on the tech show, refer to the valiant and noble Warren Spiewak. Uh, he has been leading it for some time, but Warren is now uh, doing some other interesting things. And so we now have. The ever sleepless and hungry Brian Mon leading the street team. And if you want to know why I refer to him as the ever sleepless and hungry, check out his LinkedIn profile and you'll find out. Get involved with the street team. It's a great way to just do stuff, be involved in the industry. You help out OGGN. You do something good for yourself. So look for that, uh, that group on LinkedIn. Join up. Also, you can connect with us in all the usual social, social, social spots. Um, there are so many things going on with OGGN right now. We got new podcasts we're launching. We got new live stream series. Uh, we're starting to do some live events. So um, have a look. You can also look at OGGN.com and look at the events and see what's going on. You can get on the mailing list uh, and have more of us than you could ever imagine. Um, that I think is going to wrap it up. Oh. I do have to thank our audio wizard, Mr. Amin Fikic, in the magical land of Bosnia. He is the guy uh, and his team make all of our podcasts sound fantastic. So thank you to Emin. And now we have Savannah Wilson, who will tell you about our upcoming events. Hi, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for April 2021. This month we have three events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month and it includes more info about the events I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our in-person event, which is the Spring Pitch Party focused on clean tech. 
It'll be hosted at the Canon on April 6th. Next, we have our two online events, the University of Houston PES Career Fair on April 8th and the CSPG GeoWomen eTalk on April 20th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, LinkedIn, or OGGN.com for more information about any of the live streams or events we have coming up. If you have any questions about these events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for April. I hope you guys have a great month, and thanks for tuning in. Come back next week for yet another exhilarating expedition into the very real world of the best digital doers in the oil and gas industry. A production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.